Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Mike Rupp, former NHL, or you can watch the Stanley Cup champion and NHL network analyst Mike Rupp on NHL tonight at 5 o'clock today and throughout the NHL season. Mike, we always appreciate the time. We wish it was under better circumstances here for the St. Louis Blues. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let, let's start kind of big picture with this team, Mike. From what you've seen from them, what has changed from the team that we saw a year ago that was in legitimate contention for a Stanley Cup championship to the team that we've seen today that for the first time in franchise history has lost eight straight games in regulation? Yeah, it's tough. It's um, it's a tough go for, for the Blues right now. And I feel like being a, being a player and from the my days playing, it's like you just needed to stop. <laughs> you know, you kind of got to stop the bleeding here. And uh, it's really hard to kind of look forward. You just got to um, end the losing streak, right? That's a big thing. Um, this is a team, though, that uh, I will say this, and I, it doesn't mean that things haven't been bad. This doesn't mean that things are great right now for the St. Louis Blues. But they're not, they're not dead in the water on this season. I think this is a team that's got a lot of things in place. They've got, uh, they've got a GM who personally I think has got one of the best gauges on where his team is at over the years and does what's appropriate for that team. Um, so I, I think that they've got a lot of right things in place. The bottom line is you had a bunch of guys last season that had career years and it's always tough when you have that because it's almost like you can't expect that to be duplicated by those individuals. But then it's like, what, what's going to pick up the slack the following year right now? It's like, every player is is having a tough start this team's not scoring goals they're struggling uh the 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 name of the or the the hot topics last year with this club were hey this isn't your typical blues is a young team now led by thomas and Cairo. um jordan Cairo's struggling like he's struggling immensely this year and it, that's part of it like guys you're gonna have those moments well who's gonna pick that up well ryan o'reilly's struggling too um, you look around and, you know, it's, you can go across the lineup. There's not really anything that's going their way. Right. So I've always being in the locker rooms. It was like, I've had coaches say, and it, it ranks true. We can have guys, we can have two, three guys with an off night, a bad night actually, because we'll have other guys to pick up the slack, but we can't have six, seven, eight, nine guys have bad nights. And that's kind of seems what, what is happening here in St. Louis. I guess the one uh, underlying 
thing that sticks out to me, no one's running away with that division. Uh, there's a lot of good teams or who we thought was going to be good this year that are struggling. Um, Colorado's not running away with anything in the Central. Minnesota Wild has been underwhelming this year from what they did last season. I thought the Nashville Predators were going to be an explosive team, probably pushing for the top of that division. They look nothing like what we thought. So the St. Louis Blues are just kind of another one of those teams. Everything's in striking distance. They're not out of anything yet. They just got to stop the bleeding. Uh, Mike, you mentioned Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas going through it a little bit this season. And, of course, that's where everyone is focused, not just in St. Louis, but nationally because they signed that big contract. You've been around younger players in the locker room, guys who have signed contract extensions that are younger. Uh, Is there anything teammates can say to these guys, or is this just more on them figuring it out themselves? Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily anything a a teammate can say. Um, I think it's more of what a teammate can do to try to lift it up, you know, and try to – I mean, you obviously want to encourage guys and and get guys thinking a certain way. I mean, I'm not inside that room, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not not insinuating that this is the thing, but you don't want to lose that edge, right? Like last year, Jordan Kyver played with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Robert Thomas looked like he got shot out of a cannon. He was making plays. He was one of the league's best playmaking uh, forwards. Uh, so it's about not forgetting that, but also not losing maybe that chip. And I think it's easy to say, well, they got their contracts. I, I don't think that that's the case, but sometimes I, I guess my point is it's not a decision. Oh, I got my, I got my contract. I'm going to go in cruise control. I don't think that's the case. I don't think these guys get those contracts if that's the mentality they have. It's, but if you just kind of let off the gas and you forget that chip that you had to, to earn that, it can make a big difference. So I don't know if it's necessarily anything to be said to those guys. Um, I think it's a matter of, it's a challenge. It's their next challenge. They're young players that have been fantastic and they had a great couple seasons and, and kind of really, they, they earned every, every bit of their contracts. But this is where it gets challenging. It's when you're coming into St. Louis two years ago, you're coming in your game planning for 91. You're game planning for um, O'Reilly. You're, you're game planning for different guys. Tarasenko, like I mentioned, uh, you're not game planning for Cairo and, and uh, Thomas. Well, now you are. So now it's going to be harder. You're going to get everybody's best. You're going to get the best matchups to slow them down. They know that you guys are the, the, the X factor for the St. Louis Blues to play a fast game. It's going to take a little bit, and you've got to find a way to get over that because it's one thing when you can score 30 goals the first year or first time in your career, it's another thing to try to duplicate that because now people are watching for you. I think that's the challenge that those young, young two are, are facing right now. Mike Krupp is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can watch him on NHL Network. He'll be on NHL tonight at 5 o'clock today and throughout the NHL season. Uh, Mike, I did want to ask you about this team's struggles on the power play specifically. They they removed David Perron from the equation in the offseason, and he was a huge piece of it. With that one-timer from the right side, he was a, a big reason why they were so successful, and they were one of the top power plays in all of hockey last year. This year, it's been a struggle for them on that group. You've been around the NHL a long time. When you see a power play that removes a shot like that, that David Perron had, how difficult is it to be able to replace that and then to figure out what the identity of a power play is moving forward? That's a good point because I I think a lot of people outside of St. Louis, I mean, we all know how valuable David Perron is and how good he's been. He's he's one of the more underappreciated offensive gifted players in the last number of years, like he, he puts up numbers and he's a gamer. We know this. Uh, 
So that is a void for them. And it's funny, I'm doing a tape today on uh, kind of previewing uh, the Carolina Hurricanes versus uh, Edmonton tonight. And Carolina's power play is kind of struggling too. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they're not lacking any talent on that power play, just like St. Louis. The thing I think that some of these power plays, when they struggle, and, and every power play will struggle through stretches. It's just the nature of it. And uh, But it's about, all right, let's just start putting some staples in place, things that we know, uh, foundational things that we know, not necessarily the opponent. We want a shooter. Who's going to establish that? I want to know if I'm on the power play. That every time that puck goes back to player X, that puck's going to the net, or at least it's going to be. There's going to be an attempt to that. So now you're 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 keeping the the penalty kill honest. You're all on the same page, and when you know the shots going there, now you can go to the right places for puck retrievals, and you can keep the thing alive. Um, a lot of times we talk about it, dumbing it down or simplifying it on the power play. Uh, but all that means is just being predictable for your teammate. I think you got to be predictable for your, your, your power play teammate to dig out of a, a, a power play hole. And once you get that, and then you start getting that swagger. Now you got the, the penalty kills adjusting to that. Now you can start having fun running your routes. But until then, I think they need to establish a shooter. Who's that going to be? It was David Perron. He, he established that. Someone establish it. Don't be so unselfish. Be selfish for a little bit until we get this power play going. Mike, uh, one thing I am curious about, just also kind of big picture again, is the Blues aren't the only team that are going through these struggles. Now, I know Pittsburgh snapped the streak last night, but they were also in the midst of a seven-game losing skid just with some games that went into overtime. From your perspective, is there a major difference between what the Blues are going through and what Pittsburgh's going through? No, so I guess that's the thing here. and um, There's probably five or six teams that we thought were going to be good, some probably that we thought were going to be better. And all the teams we thought that were going to be good this year are struggling or have struggled. And there's the, the talk of the, the league is the teams that are playing outside the boots a little bit and playing ab- above what we thought they were going to be. So the, the league's fun right now. I don't think there's any clear cut anything right now. I mean, you, you legitimately probably have, I mean, you're talking the St. Louis blues who I believe are last in the Western conference. They're not out of anything. So you've got that whole conference in the mix. Seattle's been um, been a huge surprise. Uh, I mean, Vegas, like top team in the league. Are you kidding me? I didn't see that coming. You know, so uh, there's, there's there's a lot of things that are that are going on here, and um, you know, I, I just think that it's uh, there's a lot of really good teams that are underperforming, and this is the, the part. At least I know from playing um, the years I have, winning games this time of year, it's good. You want to win games whenever you have games. You want to bank points whenever you can. It's a little bit different than winning once this calendar turns into December and then once it turns into February. It starts getting more and more difficult. I think some of these teams that had great starts are going to come back down to earth. And of these five, six, or seven good teams that are underperforming, the St. Louis Blues would be in there. That doesn't mean all five, six, or seven of them are going to get out of it. But I think the majority of them will, and we'll have to see which ones do. Mike, final one that I wanted to ask you about, and it's kind of a, a personnel slash ties into the Blues question. Uh, Blues defense has kind of been getting shot at this season also in terms of their struggles. And a player that was placed on waivers yesterday, Mike Riley uh, by the Boston Bruins. Uh, is Mike Riley a guy that you think might tie into St. Louis and provide them some help if he were to be claimed? You know what, it's, it's funny because uh, I don't, 
I think Mike Riley is a serviceable defenseman who can come in and he can he can he can provide you some depth, right? So I mean, he's not a guy that's going to come in and save the day. He's not going to he's not going to change a drastic look of your of your defense. But I feel like when you're when you're a decor and there's many decors in the league right now that are struggling, sometimes just adding another player into the mix just kind of spices it up a little bit, right? You want that accountability. You want to know. You don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. And uh, not just for that, it's not just a warning shot to your current defenseman, but it's also, hey, buddy, you're going to get an opportunity here. So if you can play, we need it. We're going to play you. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's something that would make sense in St. Louis. It's something that would make sense in a lot of different places because the guy, can he, he can play. He's a pro. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think that that's something that a lot of teams will look at and, and, uh, and put that claim in for them. He's Mike Rupp. You can watch him on NHL Network throughout the NHL season. He'll be on NHL tonight coming up at 5 o'clock today. He's a Stanley Cup champion as well. Mike, we always appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys.